What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Clark and I are talking about Psalm chapter 40 today. Um, We just were in chapter 37, and it's just been a gift to be in the Psalms during this time. And uh, yeah, I find myself um, not just like learning a lot, but just enjoying it a lot too, enjoying uh, being in the presence of God and just reading these words. And um, it's been really good to sit in them together. So yeah, that's where we're at. We're going to just kind of break down a little bit of chapter 40 and what stuck out to us. That's right. And I'm going to kick it off looking at verse 4. Um, that verse really stuck out to me, and it says this, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. And um, it's really simple. It is like, where am I putting my trust? Is it in the Lord or is it in man or woman? Is it in the Lord or is it in my bank account? Is it in the Lord mm-hmm. or is it in my health? Is it in the Lord or is it in the weekend? Is it in the Lord or is it my vacation? I mean, you name it. Uh, that's that's where I'm at. And when it talks about comparing the Lord to the proud, that's where I kind of settled on when I have a situation I need help. Am I more quick to go to the Lord or seek the guidance and help of even my own wife or my dad or my grandpa or my boss? Mm-hmm. Or do I run to the Lord first because I trust him first and foremost? And so, yeah, where's my trust at? And is it in the Lord or is it in somebody else? Yeah, that's good from verse 4. What stuck out to me was actually um, a little bit later in the chapter, verse 6. It sounds like this in the NIV version. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, but my ears you have opened. In some translations it might say pierced. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you do not require. And what kind of made me sit on that is like, didn't we just talk about how priests in the Old Testament um, would sacrifice an animal and that would um, kind of take the place as an atonement for sins? You know, weren't we just talking about that? And, And we were. And David's living in this time of that old covenant. And so he is actually... So he would he would be familiar with that, but he's not. He is giving hints of the future. He's talking about a little bit of this new covenant when he says, um, "But my ears have been opened," and kind of that's what grasped me in reading this. And when you dig into that a little bit and see kind of what the meaning might have been there, um, just I mean, in my little study Bible, it talks about how there's the potential that uh, what David's trying to say here is that my life and my obedience. Um, unto you is is where this is going so it's not about it's not going to be about you know these sacrifices and burnt bowls or burnt mm -hmm, goats burnt offerings it's just it's going to be remember when we uh, when we discussed in hebrews what a living sacrifice meant and there's so there's already hints of jesus right here in chapter 40 that david's giving us just that little tiny hint Um, and so that kind of that stuck out to me and and Um, with that though too is that um, when it says that God didn't delight in sacrifices, if a sacrifice was offered in faith, like it brought God pleasure, or at least he accepted it is probably the best word. Sure. But what David's getting at, what Bobby's saying here is that deeper down, God doesn't really need us to do anything for him. David's getting a glimpse of this intimacy and a relationship that one day, which right now you and I get in 
in 2020. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what he's getting at. So that, that was verse 6. That's kind of what stuck out for me there. And then as you keep going down, what was the next thing you said in verse 8? Verse 8, just talking about delighting in God. And if you read the Emmanuel reading, we read verse uh, Psalm 37 uh, yesterday. And it talks about desiring. It says, I desire to do your will, God. Your law is within my heart. In Psalm 37, it talks about how um, I desire to... to or I, I delight in you, Lord. I delight in you and that you make my steps firm and then I get all the desires of my heart. You know, that's one of those misunderstood verses where people often say, well, God, it says I get the desires of my heart. So right. I want a Ferrari. I want a vacation. I mm-hmm. want a raise. And here it's talking about how I desire to delight in you, both in chapter 37 and here in, in verse four, in chapter 40 again. I desire to do your will, God, your laws within my heart. And, and there's this sense of delighting again, um, where we're delighting in God, and that when we delight in God and desire Him and His will, you and I get to experience a true peace and fulfillment that comes from Him. Mm-hmm. And so we're delighting in Him and His kingdom. And as we spend time with Him, it just comes from relationship. It's that simple. Our desires shift right. from the Ferrari, mm-hmm. from the vacation, from the raise to healing, reconciliation, um, right. someone who is far off coming to understand how much God loves them, that kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. that's what Jesus gets at in Matthew six thirty three when he says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as, as you will. Mm-hmm. It's not the Ferrari. It's the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And so I'm checking my heart and my desires and my delighting. And where's mm-hmm. that at? But we want to end kind of talking more about like trusting in God, delighting in God, and like what that looks like for us practically. And so Bobby and I were talking today mm-hmm. about just remembering God's past faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And then what markers do we have in our life to go back? And as we, we were doing this, we thought of many of you, some of you who are listening, people at Emmanuel, some of our friends and family who have taught us how they how they do that. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, one of the first examples that came to mind is uh, a family that kind of their their children are older now. Their children are college age. But when they um, were born, one of their sons was born really prematurely and had to spend a long while in the NICU. And um, they she shared the story about. Uh, when that happened, it was just, um, it was like a foundation shaker where you're just kind of, um, you're really unsteady and, you know, what's going to happen? Where am I at? Well, um, there were specific verses that stuck out to them. And uh, I think maybe even a specific word that the Lord had given them in that time. And they decided there as a family that they would write that verse and that word down on a rock. And then, um, and they were going to keep the rock in a place that was visible in their home so that they could see, um, they could see this physically, tangibly in their home and they would walk by it and they would remember and they would remember how hard it was, but they would also remember how faithful God was and that he was there and, and kind of how he meant them during that time through that verse and, and in that word. And so that, we're going to continue to do a few more examples, but that's really, I think, mm-hmm. in reading the Psalms too, just an awesome gift is that, you know, David's not shying away. He's talking about his sin problem. He's talking about enemies that are coming against him. He's talking about all of these trials and tribulations and, and what's going on, but he's sandwiching it in praise and he's remembering the faithfulness and the character of God in that. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's what some of you Emmanuelites have taught us too. 
Um, another one that we've heard often from people is that you you guys will keep journals where you'll write down, you know, you'll forget otherwise. And so you'll write down, um, you know, everyday miracles that you've seen. And that way you can remember and you can come back to them and look back and remember the date and the time and what was happening. Because when you're going through your day and someone's like, hey, do you believe in miracles? And oftentimes we'll be like, yeah, give me an example. And, And off the cuff, it's sometimes it's hard to recall and recollect what God has done. Mm-hmm. But like many of you have said, when you have a journal or you have a notes tab in your phone where you've kept track of God's faithfulness and answered prayers in the past, mm-hmm. it's pretty powerful. And Bobby and I want to end by saying one of the most powerful ways to remind ourselves of God's past faithfulness and kind of going back to verse four where it's blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord is simply talking about God's past faithfulness and mm-hmm. the power of story especially when it's rooted in God. Um, yeah. Like this is what God has done, and this is who God is. Bobby and I were talking about, you know, our eight, nine, going on almost a decade of marriage, and we're looking back at God's faithfulness in some of the ways that at the time I had forgotten of, and Bobby brought them up. Like, Wow, it's a faith builder. It builds that faith muscle. Right. And so we want to give that to you today. And like Bobby said in Chapter 40, the first 10 verses are of Thanksgiving – the next seven-ish are laments. Mm-hmm. And so it ends again with a praise sandwich. So life's hard. There's ups and downs. You're not sure what's going to come about. David did not have an easy life, right. but he had a fantastic life. And so uh, hopefully, you know, unpacking these scriptures was helpful for you today. Mm-hmm. And we encourage you to look at the scriptures and think about what does it look like to trust in God, delighting in his will and his way, and remembering his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. God bless you guys. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.